This Fulham season preview edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Um, we are here carrying on our uh, pre-season preview series. Uh, all 20 teams we are giving the rundown to, and this episode is dedicated to Fulham. Uh, so we will have a look at how we think Fulham are going to go this season. We'll give you the odds for good things to happen to them. We'll give you the odds for bad things to happen to them. Uh, we'll tell you why we might think. We'll make some picks and then we'll have a little look um, at FPL later on, give you some f- possible fantasy players to follow as well. Joining us from Mrs. Penaluna's Conservatory is Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. How are you doing? Even, Malcolm. Yeah, not bad at all. Good. How's that cold treating you, Baz? I'm, I'm good. I'm in good shape. I'm still remnants of it, but my head's clear. I feel fresh. I feel uh, able to you know, take on everything now. So I'm yeah. raring, raring to go. You look incredible. Um, you. Are, you, are you a big um, talcum powder user, Bud? No, I've never used talcum powder since I was about 10 year old, maybe. 10 year old? What did you do I with it then? I don't know what I was doing with it then. <laughs> I can't, you know, probably younger, I would imagine. I probably, probably used it when my mother was fucking wiping me arse at fucking <laughs> year old or something. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think we actually have talcum powder in our house. I don't know why you would. Anyway, you? Well, yes, the thing, Baz, I've got like a right clammy undercarriage for being about the last month or so. Just like, and I mean like the top of my thighs, really. I don't know if it's possibly because I'm getting a little bit fat. Um, and it's just hot. And I sit in the van in that. Uh, but just a, a bit of chaffing, like, you know, we used to mention chaffing all the time when we had the uh, Manscaped adverts. So I've been trying all sorts. I've had the uh, I've had the Vaseline on Baz. I've had the aqueous cream. I've had the whatever. I've been in all the kids' bedrooms and got all the creams out that are left from when they were little. And I've been lashing that on. No, and then about two weeks ago, Baz, I started with the talcum powder, and it's uh, revolutionary. I don't know why it was in the house to start with. I said to said to the IT department, "Is there any talcum powder in the house?" Oh, sorry, I didn't. I said, "Get me some talcum powder." See what there's some upstairs. Uh, and yeah, sure enough. Uh, Bob did come downstairs and report that there was some weird powder on the bathroom floor. He thought there was a he thought there'd been drugs or something. He watches a lot of like LAPD stuff. So he thought there was some sort of nefarious activity going on in the bathroom. But it wasn't. It was just me uh, putting talcum powder on me knackers. Uh, so there you go. It's a solid start. If there's any Fulham fans listening <laughs> and they've just joined us for this episode, uh, welcome along. Um, we're going to talk about Fulham, not just um, talcum powder. Um, Find us wherever you found us, uh, but also Spotify, Apple, uh, Twitter, at SGPN Premier, YouTube.com, at Premier League Gambling Podcast. Um, as well as these preview series, we put out a couple of weekly pick shows uh, where we look around the pe- Premier League, we make some bets, um, we'll talk about what's been going on. We'll talk about all sorts of rubbish you might have gathered already. Uh, we'll do some fantasy Premier League stuff as well. Uh, Champions League, EFL, international breaks, you name it. Uh, we'll we'll cover it. So what we're going to do tonight is just have a look around how 
you think Fulham might go this season, look at some of the numbers, try and make some picks and then look at some fantasy players to to look at later on. Fulham, Baz, are one of these teams, we've been talking about teams that kind of either we really, really hate or we don't really, really hate because there's no there's no, there's no teams that we're like, you know. Now, Fulham inspire absolutely no feeling in me at all. I can't think of a reason to dislike them. I used to dislike them when they went on those Europa Cup runs because I was just jealous. That was all. I was thinking, why are they playing in Europa Cup finals and that when they're absolutely tin pot? Like, that annoyed us. But that was just me being a bit of twisted Newcastle fan. I was the same with Middlesbrough when they were doing it and stuff. But yeah, full of, they come up here and beat us sometimes. Um, generally, we've we've gone down there and, and, and battered them a couple of times as well. But yeah, not much on Fulham. Well, you went to Fulham once. Do you remember? To Cube, was it Cutley? Oh, was it Loftus Road? It was at Loftus Road, yeah. I remember going to Fulham away um, and then losing. We lost each other. We lost everyone, didn't we? On the underground. I think uh, there was four of us went down. We went to the match. Uh, I'm sure we got beat. Wasn't it Lee Clark who scored against us? As yeah. Well? Player scored yeah. and I was fuming. You fucking... And then he come up in the end and scored the Newcastle fan. Well, when they had a corner, Baz, and he was shitting himself because when they had a corner and he came, he's like leaning on the post and everyone was chanting at him like scab, scab, scab and all that. And he was waving his hand. He was like, no, so it's not like that, lads. It's not. And then he, like, he yeah. scored in the beat with um, Craig Bellamy definitely should have had a penalty. Um, I seem to recall telling somebody's flatmate that at about two o'clock in the morning and wasn't interested. Um, but then we all tried to go out on the beer, and for some reason, all four of us got on four separate trains, and we never saw each other for for eight hours. The problem was a bottle of Glenfiddich before we went out. Um, <laughs> I remember getting through a lot of Glenfiddich, and then we all went out for a night out in in that there London, uh, and just got lost on the tube for hours yeah. and hours, and absolutely haven't. So it wasn't my. My finest uh, away day experience was... was no. Um, yeah, QPR was... The ground itself was a bit grim, wasn't it? It was horrible to find. And I can't... I don't think I managed to get two drinks in after the game from like 5pm yeah. until 1 in the morning. I was just on the train trying to phone you. That's all I remember. Carnage. Absolute carnage. Absolute carnage. I I've got a bit of this... You know, I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Mitrovic. He was a... Yes, yeah, good point. Popular player at Newcastle, and, and I've enjoyed seeing him do well. So anyway, when they were in the championship and he was scoring goals galore, happy for him. I think he's a he's a great character, um, very passionate. I mean, we'll come to him soon. Whether he's going to be there next season remains to be seen. Uh, so yeah, I don't I don't mind Fulham at all, really. And I I do like Marco Silva. I think he's a great manager. Yes, yeah, um, good manager. They've got a good man in there. So so yeah. Don't, don't mind. Uh, I'm going to need to make a time note of what time of day it is, Baz, because the sun's going down. It's 10 past nine in the evening. So it's a bit dusk outside. I've got my ring light on here, which I set to the pink setting, but I've suddenly turned like a Greek Mediterranean looking colour, which is not me at all. As you know, I'm, I'm pale blue, Baz. I'm like you. But in this uh, dusk with the ring light on, I've got a I've got a bit Glen Medeiros like I look or oh, have a little bit of jaundice, but that's not normally what I look like. Um, is my still that staying? It seems like Silver's staying, yeah. So he he's turned down a move. I think it was Al Hilal or Al Ali. I'm not sure which one. But one of the Saudi clubs <laughs> offered him a big money. We we could have to get better at that, Buzz. Yeah, I know. We, we should we should learn our Saudi football. It won't be long before we've got the the Saudi Super League, the Saudi Premier League podcast. podcast. Oh yeah, yes, I'm sure it won't be far off. 
we're just waiting for the big sponsorship deal to come in for that one. Um, absolutely, I'll take the blood money if they want to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. Us. Just that out there. Saudi, Saudi podcast, no problem. But yeah, it sounds like Silver's turned them down, um, and that's a massive bonus for Fulham. Um, not quite the same story with Mitrovic, is it? He's they, they've turned down a bid um, from Saudi Arabia for Mitrovic, and it seems like Mitrovic is uh, unhappy about that. He has returned to training. Um, but the signs don't look good um, for him starting the season. He he's adamant he wants to move, um, and he's not happy with them having turned down an offer. Um, so it remains to be seen how that all unfolds over the next few weeks. Really, I think uh, Baz Fulham might Fulham in action as we record uh, in America against that Chelsea. Um, yeah, just again part of the housekeeping here is that um, we're recording this on that Sunday night. The Chelsea it's Chelsea two Fulham nil after 67 minutes. Uh, so if you wonder why we never mentioned that Fulham have signed um, Johan Cruyff tomorrow, because it's because we don't know Fulham signed Johan Cruyff. Um, so yeah, that's that's why that would happen. It, it is the Sunday night we're recording. Um, well, yeah, we'll have a run through the, the numbers and see if we can um, predict how, how we think Fulham might go. I'll tell you first about the... Um, Patreon page for the for the network, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, um, waging war on corporate gambling, loads of exclusive content. Uh, the Discord channel is just for our patrons. That's really good as well. There's lots of exclusive perks um, and the monthly SGP Stories podcast, which is an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DGENs. Um, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon is where you can find all of that. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Fulham finished 10th, outstanding finish. They were really good. Uh, 52 points. Uh, next season, the numbers are to win the league, 500 to 1. Top four is 100 to 1. Top six, 33 to 1. Top half, 4 to 1. Bottom half, 1 to 7, minus 700. Uh, to get relegated is 130. And to finish stone cold last, um, they are 14 to 1. Um. I mean, they had a good season with some good players and a good manager. It wasn't complicated. Um, Mitrovic did really well. Polina was outstanding. Willian had a renaissance. They defended well. Not big names really at the back, but they played well. Not very many patterns. The home and away records were very, very similar. We've just finished recording a Wolves show where Wolves, everything happened at home. If you're going to back Wolves, it's had to be at home. Not so with Fulham. Home and, home and away records similar. They scored 55, they conceded 53. It was all very mid-table, nothing stands out. Um, there was never a point when they looked in trouble in the season. Uh, they were all spent all year sort of win one, lose one, draw one. That was just how they went, really. Um, they scored, they were good at home. They scored over one and a half goals, 58% of the time at home. Um, and they scored over two and a half goals in 16% of the home games as well. Um, so if you wanted some uh, fun and games with Fulham, the ho- home place, home is the place to do it. And then over two and a half goals, 66% um, was yes. And really, when I looked at those numbers, that kind of fitted with how I instinctively would view Fulham's season. Um, if you just ask me off the cuff, how did Fulham go? You kind of, how you think they went is pretty much reflected in the numbers. Like, so yeah, um, the big problem is Mitrovic, obviously. Because uh, that really just leaves Vinicius up front. Vinicius was okay. We talked him up quite a bit last season. I think I took him um, when I, Mitrovic was suspended. 
uh, Vinicius scored some home goals and was quite a good price to do so. Like, uh, remains to be seen whether he can translate that into the season. They've signed Raul Jimenez, but he looked broken, absolutely broken for me, um, for for Wolves at the back end of last season. So maybe they could spend some more money. We'll have to see if they do get any money for for Mitrovic. Um, Baz, what do you? Uh, how will you be betting Fulham this season if you do? Yeah, so I mean, as I say, a lot of it does depend on on Mitrovic. I agree, Vinicius could could do a job. He scored five and eleven starts on towards the end of the season. Uh, they have made a couple of signings, haven't they? Calvin Bassi has arrived from Ajax, and as you say, uh, Jimenez. There's there's plenty of other rumours around. Um, they're, they're being linked with Sally Sue from uh, Southampton. He's a good and also player. Hudson. Hmm? He's a good player. Yeah, and Hudson Adoy from Chelsea, who was uh, obviously hugely expensive, um, signing for Chelsea many years ago, and now talking about him going to Fulham for like five or six million um, remains to be seen whether they can get a tune out of him. But that that one looks like one that could definitely happen. Um, I think I think it's been vitally important that they've kept Silver. They might lose Mitrovic, but had they have lost both. Um, I think that would be a massive blow and I would have been far more concerned. I think Fulham will drop back a little bit this season. I don't see them getting back into the top half, but I also don't see them getting dragged into the relegation battle. I think, yeah. as I say, if, if Silver had, had gone, that, that would have been a big blow and I would have had more fears for them, depending who came in. I've got them finishing around 14th. Um, so I started looking at which teams I've got above them, uh, who I think could possibly be... Worth a match. Um, so, so my pick is actually a, a fade of Fulham in the head-to-head market against Burnley. I think Burnley can finish above Fulham at even money. Um, was a pick I like. So, it's not a positive pick for Fulham. Um, although I do pass. think Fulham. Huh? You keep doing this to people. We get we get these Fulham fans to listen to this, and then you you did the same with Wolves a minute ago. Like, a can, you couldn't give there. you couldn't throw that out for Burnley. You know, I see. Oh, Burnley are going to. Finish above. If you've got them finishing 14, they're going to finish above six teams. So why are you going that way, you misery? Because, because if you look at the six teams I've got them to finish above, they're a short price to finish above them. Mm. You're not getting a pick, a pick for them to finish above Sheffield United or Luton Town. Um, so it is, yeah, to, I, I, it's a bit of an odd one, but I'm, I'm going for Fulham to finish below Burnley at even money as my pick. Well, as it happens, Baz, I also have Fulham finishing 14th. However, um, I have got a plus price, a nice plus price bet for Fulham fans here. So same as you, um, the the bottom half um, price is no good. I don't think they get relegated, so I don't want the 130. Um, I can't see them getting in the top half, so the 41 was no good there. So really, it was all it was a, it was match betting. In which of these teams have I got them finishing above? They were priced, and one of them is fifteen to eight past the price of plus one eighty seven. Is Fulham to finish higher than West Ham? Uh, not really having West Ham there. Um, West Ham Twitter over the last few days has been an absolute meltdown. Really, um, they're just losing players. They obviously lost Rice, um, but they're, they're just losing others and not picking up players at all. I can't work out what's going on with West Ham because up until sort of. Even April time, they were right in the shit. I mean, we went and beat them 5-1 at West Ham. They were right in the shit. Then all of a sudden, this cup win has kind of masked all of that. They, they got a couple of 
They got a couple of... But they didn't finish very well. And I don't know what's changed. They've got worse. They were rubbish and they've got worse. I know this isn't the West Ham show. We'll cover that at the time. I'm going to say that again on the West Ham show. Um, but Fulham can definitely finish above them. 15 to 8 plus 187. Right, I think it's a smashing bet, Bass. Yeah, not bad. I mean, I've got West Ham finishing above them, but I would say, you know, when we've I've made my initial pre-season predicting table, um, we've done this sort of three weeks before the season starts and, and there might be a lot of things that change. I think you've yeah. already said, you know, you've had a few teams which you've shuffled a bit higher, others that you've shuffled a bit lower. Uh, West Ham, I've currently got sitting around 11th, but that could easily Ooh. start to slip a little bit. If Get shuffling. In the transfer market, they, they need to do something. But uh, yeah, I have I have fallen below West Ham at the moment, but it's a good good plus money price. I don't mind that. Um, we'll have a look down the uh, the squad list in terms of fantasy players. Anything that uh, that takes our eye. Once I've told you about underdog fantasy uh, with the NFL season right around the corner, um, underdog picking is a great way to get down on all of the NFL player prop markets. There's lots of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests. And of course, if you enter Best Ball Mania 4, first place is $3 million. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Uh, Fantasy League. Uh, We do have a listener league for you. Um, we've got some prizes, £150 in cash. We've got some merch. We've got the Egg in a Cup Cup, um, which money can't buy. So if you are an FPL player uh, and you want a game, um, it's free. Come and, come and join us. The only rules are get in before week one. We're having no latecomers. And um, morally, go and do something nice for us. Give us a thumbs up, a five stars, something like that. A, a review, a subscribe, any of that shenanigans. The code is CVV. Q-A-B, that's Craven, Vinicius, Vinicius, quarterback, alphabet, Belgium. Uh, is that C-V-V-Q-A-B? Um, Baz, you're the expert. Take us down this Fulham squad. Yeah, so I mean, I, I looked at goal scores from last season. 15 goals for Mitrovic. Great total, really, when you consider he missed a huge portion of the the end of the season there with his, his ban for shoving referees and going a little bit mental. He um, missed also a huge amount of penalties, didn't he? I can't, can't remember how many he missed in total, but you're all right. He double-touched um, that one in our players. That was funny. Yes. He got away with absolute yeah. murder then. I mean, it was a long yeah, way back beat. then to, to players like Pereira, William, uh, Vinicius, uh, Solomon, I think, all scored five goals. Um, th- there are... Options. I mean, if, you, if I was looking at fantasy Premier League scores, Le- Leno in goal sc- scored 142. Pereira was 123. Pereira was hugely popular last season. Um, he was in an, almost everyone's squad from the start uh, and remained there throughout, purely down to his value. He came in at four and a half million last year, which is the cheapest price for a midfielder. Um, he was playing in attacking positions and getting lots of returns for four and a half million. He was huge value. The problem was a lot of people brought him in at four and a half million to sit on the bench, knowing that he was a good option if they needed him. But being able to sort of decide when to start him and when to not was a was the problem with him. They've, they've pushed him up to five and a half million this year and it becomes a bit less appealing at, at that price because the, there are other players 
uh, in that bracket who, who, who appeal a bit more. But he could find himself on penalties for the reason you said, um, Mitrovic being out. Pereira did take over on penalties last season uh, and, and the fact Mitrovic's record wasn't outstanding. Um, so Pereira could end up on penalties, which, which would make him far more appealing. Um, Willian picked up 117 points uh, last year and Mitrovic on 107. Again, that would have been far higher had he not have got himself a, a huge ban. I think for me, with Mitrovic being potentially leaving, um, Vinicius is the one I'll be watching. Um, he's a £5 million striker um, and it's a bargain basement price for someone who could see a lot more game time if Mitrovic goes. Uh, similar to you, I, I, I'm not sold on Raul Jimenez. I, I don't see him coming in, setting the world on fire and taking over from Mitrovic if needed. Uh, so I think Vinicius might be worth looking at. £5 million, he's... There's no gamble there. You, you put him in your squad, you put him on the bench, and if he starts scoring, you've you've got him and you, you play him. As I say, he started 11 games last season, scored five and assisted two. So Vinicius stands out five million. Obviously, Mitrovic, if he does end up staying, and it's a big if at the moment, he'd definitely come in to play. Seven and a half million, you know, proper mid-priced striker. 15 goals last year for a team like Fulham is a great return. Um, and could easily have been 20. So, so yeah, if Mitrovic stays, I'll be interested in him. He'd be in the same bracket as players like Ollie Watkins, Gabriel Jesus, but you can get, you'll get a similar goal tally from Mitrovic as you would from those sort of players. So yeah, Mitrovic or Vinicius for me. Yeah. Um, I'll start at the top. Leno was a, was a good option last year. Um, he's in the right price range. He's four and a half million. But I just think Fulham are going to be a little bit worse. Um, and there's better options there. Pereira, absolutely, set pieces will chip in the goals and assists. Harry Wilson is the kind of player, he's, still been, he's having the kind of pre-season that I always used to fall for. Uh, I'll see a highlight, he kicked one really hard into the goal the other day and I would immediately log on to my thing and put him in uh, and he's never ever going to do it again. And you get that, you, there's a lot of Fulham players who are going to do that. Bobby Reid's going to chip in, he's saying William. Um, I've just noticed Kevin Mbarbu, Baz, formerly of this parish, is in at £4 million. Uh, he's not a bad player. I played him uh, in uh, DFS a lot for Switzerland in the Euros. He gets forward like you're not going to cross. He's yeah. uh, if he starts as a if a four million starter, Kevin and Barber will do some stuff if he's kicking around. And then yeah, you're right. It's um, it's all about it's all about Vinicius, um, whether or not he can play. But I think I think Fulham will be fine. They're going to. They've got a very good manager. They're going to have an identity. They know what they're doing. There's going to be no surprises. They're, they're established. You know, they're a little bit like a sort of forest or a team in a similar boat. So I think they're going to be fine. But um, say some of these middle of the table teams have been quite hard to, to sort of pick an exciting bet either way or an exciting fantasy league player either way because they're, they're just right in that glove in the middle. Like... Um, and I'm sure Fulham fans would be quite happy uh, for them to finish 13th, 12th, 11th, um, and maybe a couple of a, a cup run or two. I mean, that cup run last year, Baz, if they'd have not gone mental at Old Trafford, was that the quarterfinal? Uh, yeah, I think that was I mean, quarterfinal. Wasn't they it? were winning. Uh, and then. Who, who the, did Man United play in the semi final? Was that Man City? Possibly? No. No, they played Man City in the final, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, can't remember. They played Brighton. They beat Brighton on penalties after a nil-nil yeah. draw. That's right. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, but Fulham yeah. were there. Fulham were outplaying them. They were in front. Man, you've got the lucky penalty. A little bit unfortunate. And if Fulham had kept their heads, and then they did the exact opposite. And three minutes later, they were down to, was it 10 men, nine men? The manager got sent off. Not to 10 men with the manager sent off and 2 1 down. Um, but I mean, I Fulham could, one, could easily put a run together. They had some great chances at 1 0 up in that game as well, didn't they? To, yeah, to absolutely. Um, it was ridiculous how how quickly that game unravelled. Like, I think yeah, Fulham are always when I like when Fulham are the biggest price they're going to be. It's kind of where I'd like to go and get them. They will win some games this year when they're seven or eight to one. They will go to Man United and win. They'll go like where Man City lost his home to Brentford this year. That's the sort of thing Fulham will do. Fulham should have won up here, really. Um, even though I didn't think the penalty was a penalty, the kid uh, was it Bobby Reed kicked Trippier. And yep. they gave him the penalty. But then he slots that. And Newcastle were in trouble. Like, all of a sudden, he double-touches the penalty. We get a bit of momentum and score right at the end. Uh, Alexander Rizak header, I think, when it late does. But Fulham would have been 6 or 7 to 1 to win that day. So they're, um, they, they're always a decent a decent betting proposition. I think Fulham are the sort of team, if you bet them to level stakes all season, uh, by the time they've won 14 league games or whatever, um, they'll have you in profit, like, I think. So... Um, Anything else, Baz, Fulham-related before we crack on? No, nothing Nothing more from, from me on Fulham, I'm afraid. No, um, like I say, any Fulham fans who have listened to us, um, we throw this sort of rubbish out all the time. Uh, weekly pick shows, a lot of Premier League stuff, analysis, chit-chat, uh, talcum powder, Champions League, you name it. Um, so, yeah, come and say hello, follow us. Uh, we're out on YouTube. Um, yeah, and if you liked what you saw, give us a little, a little subscribe and a review etc. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, go and find the rest of our pre-season reviews wherever you found this one. Uh, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>